Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Megan. And we're on a journey to improve our marriage, our family, our faith, our fitness, well, just about everything. Along the way, we might accidentally give a tiny bit of solid advice, so join us as we chat each week. Welcome Welcome to to the the Fools in Love Podcast. Is this thing on? This is on. This is going to be amazing for the first time ever. We've got two mics and I don't have to pass it back and forth. This is incredible. I feel so much power in my fingers. We're legit. (laughs) (laughs) We're changing it up over here today. Speaking of change. Uh Uh-oh, here you go. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, a change, a change will do you, do you good. (laughs) And today on the Fools in Love podcast, we are talking all about change so often in the world when we look around we hear a lot of things that would kind of convince us that we can't change like once a cheater always a cheater once a liar always a liar or we just say statements to ourselves like I've always been like this then we sit there and think is change actually possible can we make a change and I think the deeper question people are asking is can we create lasting change because I think it's really easy to change something for a short amount of time. Like I could just change my habit for a very short time and I'd be completely fine. But when you're looking at it for a long term, then it really becomes more of a struggle because when you want something to stick, you got to put a little more effort in than just that quick second snapping your fingers and it happens. It really takes some commitment. And so we're going to talk through all of that today and get into this topic of change and basically the strategies we can do to, to work on change and if it is even possible. Because I think so often in the world when you look around, we're told that it's not possible. But then on the other side of that, then you get the next diet or the next great thing that you need. And marketers have really grabbed onto this and they say, you need this product if you have this product. And I always think of uh, the Axe body spray. You spray that on you and women are just going to be coming to you like a magnet when really (laughs) it's like a woman deterrent. It smells so bad. It really does. By the way, it it not only scares women away, it scares mosquitoes away. That's the great thing about Axe. It's actually like off. I feel like this has gone way, way south (laughs) with Axe body spray. Yeah, we are going to talk about some things that we have to understand before we can actually create lasting change in our lives. With that, I think we should move on to point number one, which is trying to change someone else is never going to work. So we always think about this in the context of relationships, right? Initially, we find things we don't like and we think we can change the person or at least the habits and mold them into the person we want them to be. Well, if you've ever tried that, you know how uh, that is never, ever going to pan out for you. I don't know. You might watch This Is Us. We do. A few Spoiler weeks, alert. Yeah, don't. Yeah, seriously. But if you are caught up on the show or if you don't care about the show, then a few weeks ago, this was actually a topic. Kevin and his girlfriend were having a conversation And the girlfriend was basically like, hey, I don't want to have any kids. And he was like, yeah, 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 I'm good with that. And deep down, he wasn't actually good with that. But I think that somewhere in him, he just figured, you know, she'll fall more and more in love with me. Over time, she's going to change because she just doesn't know that she wants kids yet. Well, she made it very clear. 
that was not going to be them, and so they parted ways. And it was tragic. But also, he had to come to terms with that fact that he could not change her. Yeah, and I think so often we look at people and we look at the people around us and we always can point out ways that they can change and we're always willing to give them recommendations for how they can change and how they can be better. And a lot of times I think for a married relationship or couples, you hear the term and it's 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 kind of ridiculous, but you hear the things where they're saying like, "Oh, well, you just need to train him. You need to get him in place. You need to you need to work on him and have him work on himself. And I think the hardest thing is you're never going to, as Megan was saying, change someone. I mean, you could nag them. You could get after everything with them and do everything you can to change them. But really, if they're not willing to change themselves, all that's going to do is lead to anger, frustration, and a lot of times resentment. Because you're trying to change something that I might not see as a problem And if I don't see it as a problem, then it's not going to be something that I'm willing to try to fix. And it's and nothing, no matter what, anything that Megan says or anyone else says that I need to change, if I don't recognize that I need to change, and if I don't make the decision for myself that I need to change, it's just never going to happen. It doesn't matter how much nagging it takes, and I'm sure a lot of the wives are shaking their heads out there. But no matter what you say, you have to realize that one, what is happening isn't right. It's, it's not the way it's supposed to be. And two, it's something that need, you need to turn away from and make that change. I mean, I personally have never, ever nagged you, so I wouldn't know much about that. No, me either. I mean, I'm not speaking from personal experience at all. At all. <laughs> kidding. Kidding. I've definitely nagged a time or two. But I think really... We have to kind of be careful with that, too, because there is going to be a time where you have to do some prompting. Yeah, and I think it's one of those things, too, where it's all in modeling behavior and in communication. Because if you want me to change, the hardest thing is we're all stuck in our habits. So the things where me and Meg have had discussions where it's been brought to light that maybe I'm not the best version I could be. They're brought to me in a way that is more of an understanding place than just a way of kind of pointing the finger and saying, I need to change or her just nagging or doing things that's for some reason in popular culture, we just think that that's something in a way that we're going to get people to change. But I will tell you all the things that I've done and all the things I've done since we've been married and all the things that I've done recently to be a better man, a better husband, a better father were because I made the choice to focus on them and I made the choice to improve. And I think when you're trying to change your partner again, it's just going to lead you to a place where you don't want to be. Now, this doesn't mean you can't prompt like Megan said. You certainly can have a conversation. You certainly can discuss these things and bring things up if they're an issue. Don't let things fester. But also that person is not going to change unless they see a need to change. And a lot of times we're stuck so much in a pattern that we just don't see a need to change. And especially in a married relationship, when you've been together uh, without each other for about all of your life until you get married, when you've been together for a short time compared to the grand scheme of your life, where you're bringing in a lot of the stuff that you've learned from your childhood and from your parents, 
a lot of that stuff is just going to seem normal to you. So until someone points it out and I get, as Megan was saying, they have to be prompted. It has to be pointed out. Yeah. Can we, can we talk about the beginning of our marriage a little bit? Yeah, of course. So back when we first got married, I think we started out just like every other couple with stars in our eyes and it was just this amazing thing, but we didn't really understand what marriage was and we didn't know how to make a budget together. We didn't really know how to discuss money. We didn't really know how to say, can you take care of this and I'll take care of this. We just didn't have that yet. And I know for me, I was kind of thrown into the role of the caretaker of the house. We didn't have kids or anything. So it was more just like the house and the running the household at that point. But eventually I decided this wasn't going to work long term for me where if there was going to be a point where we had kids, how was I going to raise kids and do all the house things and do everything else? And eventually we had to do that little prompting thing we're talking about. And we had to have that conversation so that we could work through some of those things. Yeah. And for me, I mean, I was happy to have Megan do all of those things. I was happy to sit around and not do any of the cooking, any of the cleaning, not worry about the bills and basically have Megan be my mom because that was pretty cool. I mean, she was just taking (laughs) care of everything. And the thing is, it led to some resentment. And if Megan wasn't open and honest to talk to me about it, then it would have still led to a lot of resentment. But she was open to the fact that, again, prompting and pointing out that this might not be right and this is not how I see that it's going to work. But she didn't nag me. If she was just nagging me, it wouldn't have worked because I would have just shut her off. But when she was open to the conversation, then I realized that, hey, this probably isn't right. And I took a deeper look and then I made the choice to change. And that's so often what I believe happens is you just, they'll change, people will change for a short term just to make their their spouse or their partner happy. They'll just make that change for that time just to make them happy. But to create lasting change, you have to decide inside yourself that it's something that needs to be changed, turn away from that old behavior, and start anew. For sure. And full disclosure, I don't remember doing a whole lot of cooking. That might have been you or maybe we just never cooked. I don't know. But <laughs> there's that. Yeah, I certainly don't remember ever cooking, which uh, I think leads into our uh, our habits and everything else changing for us as well. But uh, that's another story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> but it brings up a good point because one of the things too, once you realize that a change needs to happen, you have to recognize the fact that lasting change, the change that we're talking about, it takes time. Because we've been stuck so often in our heads and stuck so often in the way we do things. And you almost just take everything on co-pilot because you're drawing everything from the from the past and past experiences and the past things that you've seen modeled for you. So to create that lasting change, it's going to take time. Like It's not going to be something where, again, you just snap your fingers and it changes overnight. It takes time to really get into a place where you're comfortable in your own skin and where you're comfortable seeing that a change needs to happen. Because again, a lot of times you just get stuck in a place where you don't even recognize it. So when someone pulls back the sheet and you see that something needs to happen, then it's really eye-opening, but it does take time then to reflect from that point. And I think it's so hard to hear that in our world of instant gratification where we need everything now, now, now. 
because we just want the change to happen now. Like, why can't I be perfect at this now? Or why, now that I've seen this be a problem, why can't I just fix it? And your brain is a stubborn thing and it takes repetition, it takes practice, and it takes focus to be able to make this lasting change we're talking about. Here's one. What about diets and weight loss? People so often will be gung-ho for like five seconds on a new diet or a new eating plan and then they've done it for two weeks and haven't seen any sort of crazy, crazy change and they give up because we're so used to needing like you said, we're so used to needing instant gratification and immediate results. And when they're not there, we just revert back to the old, the old us. Yeah. The, the marketers know this too. It's like the latest fad is always something like come and lose 50 pounds in five minutes. And then they'll sell you these ideas and we all jump on board, but then they don't work. We don't get immediate results. And so we don't make the change. And we see this so often with our new year's resolutions and it's kind of insane to think about that. I think it's something like 80 or 90% of us give up our New Year's resolution within two weeks time. Wow. So you sit there and start out and you say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to commit to this. And you're all, and that in that moment too, I don't think we believe that we're lying to ourselves. I mean, a lot of us are based on the statistics. But once you decide to make that change, then what happens? What happens? Why is it something where you can't make that stick. And I know a lot of it has to do with one, the willpower, because you don't know how hard it actually is. So you don't even know what you're undertaking. So you don't really know how much willpower you're going to need. And then with that as well, we're not getting the instant results. So when you look at the fact that we're so used to everything, getting those instant results, when we're not getting them, we give up. And what sense does that make if you're doing a diet or if you're doing something like that and you have only lost a couple pounds? Well, I mean, you've given it a week or two weeks and mm -hmm. any diet, again, is a lot like change. When you think about change, a diet's actually a perfect way and a perfect picture to look at it because to me, a diet in and of itself is not something that can really give you change because a diet is making mm -hmm. you think like it's a short term thing mm -hmm. and it's not a short term thing with me and Megan. I know for us, we've been eating, we eat terrible and we're trying to get better, but we've eaten terrible for years. Okay. That's not going to change overnight, but you can't just put a minor bandaid on something and think that it's going to fix because to create this lasting change or to create a lasting diet, it is literally a lifestyle change. Right. It's a lifestyle change. It's a, a diet in of itself is a negative term to me because it makes it seem like it's a short fix. Then you're going to be fixed forever. Right. And actually we're committing to a whole new lifestyle. Right. It's a whole new world. Don't you dare close your eyes. <laughs> Sorry. But yes, it's, it's one of those things where we really always revert back to the old way of thinking and our old habits because at least there, there's a level of comfort, even if we happen to be miserable during those times. And change for a moment is so easy, but lasting change is always going to take time, energy, effort, and commitment. And you have to think deeply about what you're trying to change and how not changing those affects everyone else and how that change will affect everyone moving forward. Because I think also we, when we think about making any type of different decisions, we just, 
we think about it in the moment and we make a rash decision and we say, we're just going to do this. And that's why it doesn't stick because we're not really setting a foundation for making that change possible. We're always just throwing it out there and we're saying like, okay, well, we're going to do this or we're going to do that. But you don't think about the effect that that's going to have on everyone else. Like taking or the, you. Or, or you. Yeah. Or you. Yeah. But like taking a diet, for example, like me and Megan have recently been on a clean eating kick. Well, when we change that plan, that changes everything because that changes how we prepare meals for our kids. It changes on our grocery bill because it is higher, unfortunately, eating healthier. But there's a lot of different factors that you have to put into play because it's not as easy as snapping your fingers and having it happen. And I think until we realize that in our minds, we're always going to struggle with this idea of change because we're not willing to put forth the effort and really think through everything before we just jump headfirst in. Because you can't jump headfirst in without some goals being set. And we need to be realistic about those goals because unfortunately, as we know, if you don't meet those goals, it's not something that you're going to stick with. Definitely. And the other thing I wanted to point out was just that not everyone is going to like the changes you're making. So it's super important to not make it all about them. Yes, like in a marriage relationship type change, it's going to need to be brought up and, and addressed. But also, you have to be okay that if there's a change you're making in your life, that not everyone's going to like it and that's going to have to be okay with you. Yeah, I mean, people as a whole don't like change. Think about anything that you normally do. If it gets changed or if you have to go a different way, like if there's construction on your drive home from work and you have to go a different way, we don't like it. It just feels bad because it's not something that we're used to doing. And other people look at other people that way as well. If Megan all of a sudden changes something that I don't understand or that I can't wrap my mind around, it's going to be really difficult for me to give her positive feedback or positive anything toward what she's doing because mm -hmm. I just don't understand it. And that's looking around. That's what everyone does. We judge each other. We judge each other. Me and Megan are guilty of it as well. But when I look at someone and I don't understand why it is that they're doing what they're doing, even though it has zero effect on me most of the time, it's just something that I'm not going to get on board with. And I'm speaking because I know, thankfully, with me and Megan, we're supportive of all the goals and things that we're moving toward. But I know some of us are coming from married relationships or with our partner where they're not as supportive or they're not there or you're coming from a family that's not supportive or they don't understand. And that can be challenging because you don't also want to be an outsider. You don't want to be looked at in a way that people are judging you because it's never fun to feel that way. But unfortunately, that's going to happen because there's a level of comfort when ha and having things the way they are and sticking with the status quo. And every person looking at you, including probably your spouse, might be coming from a place where they don't understand because they like the way things are and they don't understand why you need to change them. Yeah, like when I first started running and you were like, uh why are you going and putting on your running shoes and trying to run miles upon miles when you could just sit here with me and hang out and watch Netflix? And I was like, well, I mean, I could do that for sure, but I want to commit to this. I want to try this. I don't do any exercises anymore. I've used the kids or whatever for an excuse for 5,000 years. I'm going to go do it. And even though you didn't understand it at first, you eventually came around and now you're like my number one supporter of that healthy, healthier habit. Totally. And even though I was in that place, because I totally remember those conversations where 
Megan was like, I want a Fitbit. And I was like, why do you want a Fitbit? You've literally <laughs> yep. never got off a couch in a, in years. I don't know why you'd want a Fitbit to track you sitting around. <laughs> well, I mean, the fact is she wanted a Fitbit and she wanted to have those things, which side note, by the way, if you want to set yourself up for success, act like you're going to be successful. If you're getting into fitness, go get yourself some fitness gear. It makes all the difference in the oh, world. Gosh, but that's I, a yeah. but that's a complete side note. But her modeling that behavior for me made me start to look at it and look at it a little bit deeper. And even though at first I was negative toward it and I just didn't really understand and I really wasn't trying to come from a place where I wasn't being supportive. I just I really didn't understand it. Yeah, you weren't being mean. You were just like, I don't get it. Right, right. But when she started modeling that behavior, I was like, wow, I'm sitting here on the couch and she's out doing those things and see in our case that made me go out and want to better myself and me go out and want to run now just as a side like that isn't always going to be the case like your partner might look at you and think you're crazy for years forever forever that's okay keep grinding if they ask you questions answer them answer them honestly and openly but they might not be there with you because they might not see a problem in the way they do things and you know what for them maybe it isn't a problem and it's not a thing that they need to change. But if it's something that you are passionate about and something that you feel like you need to change, don't let anyone else talk you out of the fact that you can do that. Mm-hmm. People around you seriously might think that you've lost your mind if you decide to start changing how you've always done something. I mean, we honestly, even still to this day, are like, we think that half the people we know think we're absolutely insane for having a podcast, for having my blog, like for all the things that we do. We're like, probably people don't get it. And if they do get it, they don't really get it enough to not think we're kind of cray cray. Yeah, you're totally right because people do think we're crazy. But the thing is, for us, this is something that we enjoy doing and we know that we can talk to you out there and we can impact the world to be a better place. And it's not something where I need anyone else's approval for it. I I don't know how else to say it. You, If you have a dream, if you have something that you want to do, that's going to make you feel better and create a lasting change for you, your overall mindset, your overall health, it's stuff that you're going to have to commit to and you have to mentally get there before if it's fitness before you physically get there. But it's hard when you have other people pointing the finger or not liking it or not supporting it. And unfortunately, you're going to have to lean into that because there's no other way around it. The only way you get comfortable with something is by leaning into the discomfort. That's the only way. And the only way that you're going to create lasting change is you're going to have to stick with something long enough for it to that latch on because Become I your think normal, yeah. it's got to be your new normal and much like a diet it's got to be a life change it's got to be something that you commit to as your philosophy for life not something that you're just jumping into because it's a friday night or whatever it's got to be something you commit to because if you don't commit it's never going to last and if megan hadn't committed to running i would never be running today because it's the th- it's the things where she's committed, she was out there doing it, I was seeing her doing it, and I promise you it's going to rub off on other people. It might not always rub off on them in a good way, but then, just to be blunt, you might find that certain people you don't need in your life. 
Certain people aren't providing any positive energy or positive feedback to you. And maybe you don't need them in your life anymore. And that might be difficult. But if you're bettering yourself and someone else has a problem with that, that's a problem. That's a problem. Because it should never be a place where if it doesn't affect them, that it should be a problem. You want people around you to lift you up. And I think the biggest thing, the biggest way that I've found to create lasting change is by having a partner who supports me. But again, even when I didn't support Meg, and again, it wasn't in a negative way. She still went out there and did it anyways. And the funny thing is this totally turned into like a big, huge, like fitness and nutrition slant on this episode, which it never even was intended to be, but it's just kind of where we're at right now. It's just the thing that we're focusing on right now. But even though that's the way we went, it doesn't, it doesn't just apply there. I mean, this applies to everything. This applies to how you're living your life in any capacity, which I think is really cool because it doesn't matter if you're not on a fitness kick right now. That's totally cool. This can apply in any area of your life. Yeah. And I, I, I know that the biggest obstacle for people is what other people are going to think. We do so much with the fact of what other people are going to think, but you just can't live that way. If you have something that you want to change, if you want to do, you can't take other people's opinions because, frankly, a lot of people just don't care. They just don't care. They might have something to say about it initially, but they don't really care. And anything you do is going to be a blip on their radar and they might have a side comment or have a side thought about you, but they're going to move on with their life. We're all self-centric, so we're thinking about ourselves and they're going to be moving on before day's end, certainly before week's end. And you're going to keep going on doing what you're doing and working to create the lasting change that you want in your life. And I think me and Megan are the reason we're talking about fitness and the reason we're, we are so open with where we're at is because for years we just didn't do it. And now that we know we have done it and now that we've leaned into the discomfort and now that we're doing things every day, that we would have never thought a year ago that we would be doing, certainly not five years ago that we would be doing, I can tell you that lasting change is possible. It's something that I'm living every day. It's not something that I speak with here that I have no experience in. Me and Megan are experiencing it every day. And I can tell you that the more you lean into it, the more comfortable you get, the more energy you have from it, and the more positive you feel about everything, and it just bleeds over into everything. Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, Brandon and I have had really an incredible year, I'd say, at this point. It was probably about a year ago that all this kind of started. And the changes we've made have been so fun and so welcome in our life that it just feels like we're totally different people today. And it's only been one year, and we just can't wait to see what happens. And we want that for you, too. We want we want you to feel this fired up about whatever your thing is. Maybe it's not a podcast or a blog or your fitness journey, but whatever that thing is, this is how you should feel. So make that change today. Make it right now. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another show of Fools in Love Podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast or follow us over on Facebook at Fools in Love Podcast or hit us up on Instagram. Megan's at This Average Mom and I'm at Brandon Giggling. We'd love to hear from you over there. Talk soon.